0: Welcome to the Round Pegs Square Holes podcast, hosted by myself, Sebastian Bates, and Timothy Fair-Matthews. A podcast made by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. We're launching our podcast with a series of raw, but real interviews with some of the world's leading business mentors, industry experts, and entrepreneurs with incredible stories. Our goal is to inspire, educate, and entertain. So if it's your first time joining us, make sure you go back to episode one and don't miss a thing as you listen to incredible insights from our speakers. This is the Round Pegs Square Holes podcast. Hi guys, and welcome back to today's podcast episode. Today, I'm going to be diving deep on what I think is one of the biggest problems that entrepreneurs and small businesses actually face. And what that is, is not working efficiently. I really believe that most business owners, most entrepreneurs are doing functional tasks that massively limit their growth. They're not focusing on vital tasks, tasks that inspire them, that are high income generating tasks, tasks that really help the business grow. Instead, they get bogged down with the functional tasks. And ultimately, that comes down to building an online team, building and leveraging a team to help you grow, to to outsource these functional tasks so that you can spend more time doing vital tasks. So that's what I'm going to talk about today. So one of the things that I've discovered is that the biggest sticking point, the biggest kind of roadblock for most entrepreneurs is actually posting content on social media. That's the biggest challenge or the, or the, the you know, the biggest area that people spend most of their time, that they get stuck on. You know, relatively quickly as entrepreneurs, we outsource the admin. You know, we get the admin out there, you know, we find someone who can take care of that, whether that's a VA or a PA or just anyone who can help with the emails and that sort of stuff. And it's relatively straightforward to do that. But what I found is social media is a little bit more complex. And so what I've, what I've found is that you know, most entrepreneurs that I've been speaking to, or that I work with, they're spending either way too much money on creating and outsourcing their content, they're sping, spending way too much time doing it themselves, or they're simply not doing it enough. They create incredible content, but they just don't maximize its reach or repurpose it into hundreds of posts effectively. So myself and Jason, We, Jason Greystone, who's who's part of Shield uh, Ubiquitous, which is a service we run where we help people amplify their brand. We really dug into this before we built the service to help with this. We really dug into this to find out where they were going wrong. And, you know, we held loads of surveys and we gained amazing insights by doing it, by, by having these conversations. And so let's dive into each of those areas, right? Money, time and impact. So the first thing is money. Those who do outsource their social media from the research we've gathered, you know, just the social media posting and reporting alone, they pay 800 to £1,500 pounds per month. Those who outsource their video editing pay £500 to £1,000 pounds per month. And those who outsource their basic design work, you know, I'm not talking about brand guidelines and, you know, logo creation. I'm talking about basic design work. They actually spend between 300 and £800 pounds a month. So the typical cost to build this entire team, you know, to help you with your social media and brand amplification of a social media manager, a video editor, and a designer, would actually cost 2,500 to 3,000 pounds a month. And for years, I built a team on artwork, a team of designers, a team of social media managers, and video editors, and brought the cost down to about 1,200 pounds a month. So the next thing is time. When it comes to time, most people actually spend 40 to 60 hours on their social media per month. And that only produces about 60 posts. And the reality is we're perfectionists. We actually spend way too much time on a single piece of content, perfecting that video for YouTube so it looks amazing. And then we don't actually spend much time, you know, sweating the asset or, you know, really getting the asset out there you know, posting on loads of different platforms or um, really leveraging the content or repurposing that video into loads of different media formats. So instead, you know, we get fixated on doing one bit of one video, one one blog post. And that's why, you know, in just 40 to 60 hours, we only create 60 posts. That's the reality for most people. And so the people who work with me now on, on what I'm doing to help them, you know, our clients with Ubiquitous, we spend, they spend under an hour a month. And the whole idea is that they spend under an hour a month but they get over a hundred often up to 200 posts out there and what that means is they've got you know 39 to 59 hours per month to spend engaging with their followers pursuing activities that inspire them or creating new products and services ultimately spending time doing higher income generating tasks that grow the business rapidly as a result so that's money and that's time ticked off the next thing is impact and there's a large contingent of business owners who do a great job creating content they create incredible content write amazing articles or you know make amazing videos but they simply don't maximize its reach and repurpose it into lots of exciting posts on all platforms so like i mentioned they'll make one video and it will only go out to three platforms on average you know only only go out into three posts and so what we tend to do is we take and this is what i've been doing with my team for so many years is we take one video we turn it into 16 by 9 into square into vertical uh, we create the headers the subtitles we add stock footage and music and a logo outro and we turn that into stories polls blog posts long posts quote picks audiograms igtv video- videos and so much more from just one video we create up to 50 posts on five platforms so that's what it's all down to: maximizing your time, getting a bigger impact, and obviously then you know spending less money on actually doing it. Um, but so many people get stuck on this. You know, it seems so logical, doesn't it? <laughs> you know, when you look at it, it seems so logical to outsource this stuff. But if that was the case, why isn't everybody outsourcing their social media content? And um, what I've discovered is that we are great at finding excuses. You know, the most typical excuses are, I have no idea how to build a team. You know, I hear that so often, I have no idea how to build a team. Well, building and managing a team can be a bit of a minefield. You know, it takes a lot of time to build systems, to build processes, and develop a good understanding of how recruitment works, how to hire the right person. Another excuse that I often find is, it takes so long to train someone, I may as well do it myself. And I love love those last words, I may as well do it myself because I hear them so frequently, front entrepreneurs who struggle to grow and scale because they don't outsource. But with the right systems in place to train someone automatically without you doing the training, many people figure that they may as well do it themselves and they plateau, right? They remain a one-man band. So that's a massive sticking point. One of the things that I actually do with all of my businesses is whenever I create a new role, whenever I hire someone, I create a how-to video on how to do every task or I ask them when they come on board to create those how-to videos. I remember in one of my uh, businesses, we had about 30 staff. And we asked everyone to detail all of their tasks, every single task that they did. And, um, you know, everyone came up with about 50 different um, tasks that they did. And then what we did is we got them to, um, we got the team to create a how-to video on every single task using Loom. And you know, Loom's a screen recording um, app, um, which can be built into Chrome as an extension, so you can really, really easily record what you're doing on the screen. So then if you imagine, suddenly, overnight, we had, you know, we had something like 1,500 videos. It took, the, it took the guys about a week to do it, um, but we had about 1,500 videos. And if you imagine, you know, each video was three minutes long, we had almost 5,000 minutes of how-to videos on how to run the whole organization. Now, you know, that doesn't just make your system smoother, but it also gives you a huge, huge boost in your, in your company's value. Because if someone else comes into the company, then, you know, things are done automatically. Um, one of the incredible things that I found was, I, you know, I was really busy, I was away, I was actually getting married at the time, and we hired, the, you know, the, I think we had a sales rep leave, um, and without me even knowing about it, the team had hired a new sales rep, fully trained her up. And I got a message after the wedding saying, hi, I'm a new sales rep. Nice to meet you. i have be fully trained up and I'm ready to go. And that's because of the way we had built the systems. So, you know, it, like I said, it takes time to build the systems, but once you understand it, you know, it's, it just speeds everything up. The next excuse that I find is that it's too expensive. And that's often because, you know, people that I work with in the UK or Dubai are outsourcing to local agencies who would typically charge you know, thousands and thousands of pounds for this per month. And the reality is for a lot of these tasks now, there's a global price. We live in a, we live in a, a world where, you know, it's, you can be a video editor in Brazil or Croatia or Japan or the UK. And it's easy for you to hire a video editor anywhere in the world. So what that does is it gives that particular role a global hourly rate. You know, it's, it's, it's no longer a case of you need to hire locally. You can hire anywhere in the world and you can look at previous work, look at previous portfolios, testimonials, reviews. You can even watch the work and being done in front of you by, with screen sharing and stuff. So now, now there's no need to hire locally. You can hire globally. So really, local organizations need to find a way to really, you know, find their USP and differentiate themselves from the global market. So it's only too expensive if you always go locally for everything. The next thing is, the next excuse that I find is, I'm worried about the quality and that all comes down to how to recruit the best possible team, you know, how to test freelancers before you take them on. And one of the first things we do, again, is we develop a test, you know, we set the standard and then I get the team to develop a test for each of their roles. So when they go out and find someone else, you know, the first interview thing I ask them to do is, you know, give these guys a test, you know, give them a challenge, I call it a challenge. We want everyone to work, really quickly. Right. So we give them a one hour challenge to do a certain um, task that they would normally be doing every single day. We look at the quality, we look at the speed, and then we, we pretty much from there either push things forward or we pause. Um, and and that's, that's a really big bit, you know, testing. So many people go out there, they hire a freelancer full time without testing and they're already committed and it's too late. It's, it takes too much time and they've already passed over all their work to them. So it's, it's really important you've got this testing phase. The next thing I'll say, uh, you know, this next sort of typical excuse when it comes to outsourcing is, I'm worried my posts won't be authentic if I outsource them. And that's really typical, because unless you've got a system in place to optimize your content on a monthly basis, which, you know, doesn't look like you're ignoring everyone around you and just, you know, randomly posting, but actually looks like you're listening to what people are engaging with, then you're gonna start creating authentic content, right? So reporting at the end of each month, looking back, and then saying, right, that, you know, people really, really um, resonated with, people really engaged with that subject. So I'm gonna talk a lot more about that. This is exactly what I did when I launched our Not A Victim anti-bullying campaign. I was running a massive martial arts organization globally, and I you know, I was really tapping into what were the pain points were with our members, you know, and what was, what was it that people were really struggling with when it came to mentoring their children, for instance. And bullying kept coming up, so I started to really double down on bullying. And you know, within, within a few weeks of launching that, I was on the national radio, national press sort of six to ten times in Dubai, um, over just three weeks. And it's really because people resonated with the message because I had dived deep into it. I had studied the data and what people were engaging with and then doubled down on exactly that. And that's where the authenticity comes in. The next thing is, I'd like to quickly talk about a bit of, a, bit of an insight because a lot of people I think approach business and they, they hide behind their business. They don't get themselves out there. But personal brand is one of the most important things That will really really fuel your business growth so if you look at the biggest businesses in the world you know they've got incredibly powerful personal brands that bring them loads of attention richard branson and virgin elon musk and spacex the late steve jobs um, and apple you know incredible personal brands massive personalities which fueled the attention that the businesses got and if you look at their you know their instagram accounts or whatever their social media accounts the personal brands always have way more followers, way more engagement than the actual businesses. And that's because it's easier to know, like, and trust a personal brand, a real human being, and to, and to understand them and to, and to build that familiarity and trust with them than it is to do with a, with a brand. And so, you know, that's where you can leverage the power. So, what I've been doing with, you know, for many, many years, is basically developing this system, which I'm going to share with you guys now, so that you can go and do it on your own as well. And, you know, for me, I've I've really, I've really, you know, interviewed a lot of people on this and and developed the system over time to get it more and more powerful. Um, and the system's something we call we call ubiquitous, which means to be everywhere at once. And it's just it's just about amplifying your personal brand, but saving you time, saving you money, but also, you know. Creating more impact in your social media, and you know it's 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 a process that's perfect for anyone who's conscious about their time, uh, conscious about saving money, um, and essentially you know you can do this for yourself. This is what we do for you uh, in Ubiquitous, but I'm going to give you the tools right now to go out there and do it for yourself. So first of all, it's really important that you understand what your brand message is, what your tone of voice is. If you've got brand guidelines, that's great. If not, then, you know, dig into that. You know, we need your logo. You need to get your colors, your font, you know, all the vital information. Look at your competition. Look at their tone of voice. What separates you? Why are you different? Find your brand personality and find your unique personality as well. You know, that's the first stage before you start creating content. Then dig into, dig into your values. Dig into what it is that you would like to talk about, you know, come up with a hundred different topics that you would like to talk about that you can test. And so at the beginning of each month, what I would suggest doing is that you create four talking points. And this is what we do with our clients, right? We create four talking points with them. They send us the videos, and this is what you can do when you develop your team. And from these four videos, we turn them into a theme for each week. So let's just say you've got four different videos, one for each week, and then basically you repurpose the content for each week. So you we have a title and a short description for each video. And you know that should only take you about 20 minutes. You want to then pass this over to a designer who makes templates for you. Templates of 16 by nine videos, square videos, you know, um, vertical videos, put subtitles in there from rev.com. And then look at creating templates for poll questions, for quote pictures, for stories, all of those sort of things, for audiograms. And then what you want to do is you want to ask your editor to look at that one video, maybe it's a three to four minute video, talking point video where you're talking about a specific thing. And you want to ask them to extract from that quotes, quotes that they can stick on pictures of you. Extract from that an audiogram. So uh, you know, it's the videos with the the sound bars over the top with a static image in the background. Extract from that statements or mini moments where you basically talk for 15 to 30 seconds and you make a point because you can use those as well. Extract from that video polls. What questions could you ask from that video? And also have that video transcribed. So now what you're left with after they've done all of that is you've got three types of videos. You've got stories, you've got polls, blog posts, quote picks, short posts, audiograms and mini videos as well. So you've got so much there already, and it's only taking you three minutes to make the video. Your team have done the work. They've done the functional work, not you. So the next thing is you want to throw all of this incredible content into a content calendar. So that's where your social media manager comes in. And you wanna get your social media manager to cover, you know, your LinkedIn profile, your Facebook profile, your, your Facebook and page, your Facebook group, um, you want to get them to cover your, um, your Twitter account, your YouTube account, TikTok. You want to get them to cover as many different platforms as possible. And one of the things that people often say to me is, you know, I only really use Facebook. I don't want to use other platforms. What I would say is you're running at a bit of a risk if you do that, um, and whether you like Gary Vee or not, you know, I know a lot of people um, don't like his style. A lot of people do like his style, um, but either way, you know he comes out with some incredible points on social media, and one of them is this: he's got this principle he calls 79:21, and what he does is he focuses 79% of his time, energy, and resources onto one platform, and then the other 21%, he spreads across the other platforms. So, if Facebook is your main platform, focus on that. You know, create a Facebook group, engage with your audience in that location. Um, but also be on all the other platforms. Because if you're not, then you know, as things change, as time changes, you know, other things become popular and suddenly all your clients may move to another, another platform. If you look at um, you know, how things have changed in the past, you, know, <laughs> you used to have MySpace, MySpace was massive. Where's that now? You know, Twitter used to be massive. A lot of people have moved away from Twitter now. So if you are on all of these different things, you know, TikTok's now now booming. If you've got your foot in the door, When it is time to switch, you've already got a bit of a base there and you understand how it works and you're not starting from scratch and trying to catch up with everyone else. So it's worth being on everything. So now that you've got all of these different types of media, these unique posts created from your one talking point and you've got them um, scheduled out on your social media calendar um, across all of your platforms, let's say you've got 10 platforms you've managed to do this with and you've managed to, to you know, create, create eight different types of content, suddenly what you've got is, you've got 80 posts for that week. You've created 80 unique social media posts from just three minutes of filming because you've trained a video editor to, to, you know, to, to repurpose the content. You've got your social media manager who's got all of the systems set up to, to really get this out then to amplify that content. So now, you know, if you did that four times, four times a month, or you created four talking points at the beginning of the month, it would take you under 15 minutes, under 15 minutes to create over 300 posts a month. And then it's really, really important you spend the next four weeks engaging with your members, engage with your audience. When people are commenting on your posts, comment back, ask questions, do lives, engage. You know, that's where that element of authenticity comes in, you know, so... I really hope that's been useful. One thing I would say as well is make sure you're reporting, make sure you're analysing the engagement, make sure you're looking at how you know how people are um, resonating with what you're talking about, your message, so that you can really double down on that. So that's so that's that's what I've been doing for years, um, and we created something which um, you know which if you, if you look at it, most people are spending three thousand pounds a month doing this locally. If you're really good at you know, sorting something out on Upwork.com, you can get this process down to about 1,200 pounds a month. Uh, my team and I have managed to, to create this full-time team, which just focus on doing and following these systems. And we've managed to you know, cut that down by about 50% again. So if you're interested in that, let us know. Um, but otherwise, I really hope that was a, a valuable um, insight into um, leveraging your time, becoming more efficient with your time, and not letting social media becoming one of the things that slows you down. You know, it slows you down in terms of you're spending too much on it, you're spending too much time on it, or you're not getting yourself out there enough. Remember, your personal brand is absolutely vital. You know, your personal brand is what people say about you when you're not in the room. And you being ubiquitous is that state of mind. It's that that state of being where you are everywhere at once and you know, make sure if people are talking about you, it's for a good reason. So you know, ultimately, this is all about giving you less stress, more time, and more growth in your business, but also in your life. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode. Make sure you go back and listen to the previous episodes from some of our incredible interviews with amazing business owners from around the world. Thanks so much, guys. We really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to be the first to get access to our live interviews, then head over to eftonext.com to apply to be a part of our online community.